Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. It's review time, and we are reviewing the greatest bottle of all time. Ever. Not the greatest juice, but I'm going to stick my neck out there and say the greatest bottle of all time. Blanton's with a Z. That's not accurate. Not accurate at all. <laughs> That's how they say it in the groups. Blanton's. Blanton's single barrel bourbon. From obviously, you can tell them that I like mine more than either of these other fools. Ben's isn't even open. Um, That's right. Blanton single barrel bourbon from Buffalo Trace uh, gets a lot of flack. We've talked some crap about it on the show. Gonna give it a fair shake. We're gonna give it a oh, shake. It's we're gonna shake work it. on it tonight. So TJ Pinger, Brendan Sinone, Ben Cock, as we told you on Tuesday, um, this is what we're reviewing, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Brendan, oh. can you tell us a little bit about. Blantons. Blantons. Uh, the haters will call it Blandtons. Get it? Mm, mm. I get it. Uh, but it, it is a highly uh, polarizing bourbon. Uh, we'll get into that. So Blantons is a straight bourbon. It's from Buffalo Trace. There is no age statement on it. It is proofed at 93, so not too crazy for a single barrel. The mash bill is undisclosed, but it is Buffalo Trace's high rye mash bill, which is about 12 to 15% rye. Uh, and the MSRP is $65. Is anyone having some background noise sound? right now? Sounds like, a, like, a, like a washer a machine. Mm, that's definitely my dishwasher. You want me to go turn it off? Or yeah, just bite through it? Here. it <laughs> wait, it stopped. <laughs> It stopped. Yeah, it was just it was the one spin. So hopefully, uh, so it's fine now. Keep going, keep going. We're gonna power through. It's a very professional uh, video that we're. Uh, I hate to edit. It. I hate to do it. No, no, keep it in. No, you keep it in. Keep it in. I lean into uh, awkwardness. Hey, uh, but so this is named after Colonel Albert B. Blanton. He was the president of the George T. Stag Bourbon Distillery, which was pre well previously uh, Buffalo Trace. No. That was what it was called before Buffalo Trace. We got it. We're good here. Elmer T. Lee, uh, you may know his bourbon as well, worked under Colonel Blanton at the, as the master distiller. And before he retired in the 80s, he decided to put out his final product. It was the first widely released single barrel bourbon. And so that's Blanton's. Uh, obviously, the, the bottle guys is pretty cool. Uh, are you familiar with the horse tops and, and what the deal is with, with spelling out Blanton's? Do we, do we want to explain that? Go ahead. Yeah. They spell out uh, Blanton's. There you go. But each horse, uh, in honor of Kentucky Heritage and Kentucky Derby, if you can see here, uh, is in a different stance. So mine is a B. And so the, first, the first. It's like one. they're in a race. Yeah, like the yep. first. He's upright on the horse. Mine is an N. He's in the middle of the race. Ben's also. What is yours, Ben? It's an S. S. So the very end. So yeah. Ben's would be him crossing so the finish line. Mine's in a starting position, and Ben's is. Yeah, we're bookending it, Ben. Yeah. yeah. I'm bringing up the rear. <laughs> so the other cool thing is they all have the uh, dump date on them. So mine is 12, 13, 19. 
Um, obviously, the warehouse H doesn't that doesn't change, right? Like they're all out of warehouse H, but the Rick number does. I believe so. Yes. Rick number on the right will tell you exactly where in the warehouse it was located. Um, like we talked about with single barrels, and like you kind of hear about, there are different sweet spots within the uh, within the Rick house within the um, and it, so anyway, in the aging process and where things are moved around and how they're moved and shifted around during the aging of the bourbon, um, things can be wildly, wildly different um, in this single barrel, barrel process. Um, Blends gets a lot of hate for being kind of over, not overpriced, but overpriced on the secondary market. Do you talk about an MSRP on this? It's about, what, about 60, $63 somewhere in there? 60, yeah, I was going to say 65 yeah, is bucks. the MSRP. I think I've gotten it at, at uh, Costco before, like at $60. So Not bad. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten it 63 a couple of times. Um, a lot of times you'll find this on the secondary market from anywhere from 100 to $110. And then there are even some store picks that get up a little bit higher than that. You can look at some different store picks as being you know, anywhere from 120 to maybe $150 on the secondary market. Not super easy to find. Blanton's um, gets bought up pretty quickly, but also not the most difficult thing in the world to find. We're all sitting here with a bottle. I have right. four or five bottles yeah, in my two. house. And so of different variations of it, there's regular Blanton's like we all have and what we're reviewing tonight. There's the barrel strength, which they call straight from the barrel Blanton's. There's a um, bunch of different colored Blanton's that are all from all over the world, there's a Japanese red Takara Blanton's. There's a blue. There's a black. There's a green. Stuff from kind of all over. The, the bottle is colored, right? Not the the bourbon. It's not uh, the label is color. Like the bottle itself is is still clear, but yeah, uh, the, you, the you took my is, smartassery and you countered it with more yeah, smartassery. Sorry, Just had, to, had to correct you. Um, there's also Blanton's gold. So um, pretty cool. The cool thing about the dates, Ben and I both have this. Um, I have not this one, but I have. Um, my son's birthday, which was 61620. And I have my daughter's due date, which was 82718. Uh, hers is a Blanton's gold and his is a Blanton's red. So sorry. Two pretty hard to find sorry, bourbons. Brian. Brian's is literally from Japan. And so um, I don't feel too bad for him. But uh, <laughs> those are kind of cool to have um, their birthday. Her her birthday was a Saturday, so it doesn't there is no dump day on hers, but her due date was the very next Monday. And so also the, the first time they dumped when she was alive. So pretty cool to be able to search those things out. Ben, I believe, has a 3-1, right? Or something. Cool yeah, to yeah, I got 3-1, 21. Uh, um, just because mine was on a Sunday or Owen's on a Sunday. So, yeah. so kind of cool when you can find some of those bottles that have dates that are special to you. Um, so anyway, all right. We've talked about blends enough. Um, let's get into reviewing it. Have you guys been nosing this thing? I, we always say the nose is the best part of a lot of bourbons, and we kind of use that as a dig. Like, ah, I'm gonna give it a high nose score because the best. This is not a dig. This nose is really pleasant. Okay, yeah. like this is not just like a oh, it's blends best parts of the nose. No, no, this nose is very above average. Talk about it, Brendan. It is very above average, and it, the score I believe will reflect that for all three of us. Uh, we've all commented at different times, either before recording or now while recording, that we like the nose. Ben threw out apple right away, which was one of the very first notes I got was a crisp red apple for sure. Uh, kind of a common thread in, in Buffalo Trace products, as TJ has dubbed it before. Uh, Buffalo Trace itself is like apple pie in a glass. And this, even though it has a, a different proof and a different mash build than Buffalo Trace, uh, has a lot of the same kind of core uh, nose uh, 
values or whatever you want to say. And it's got like a lot of vanilla and caramel, almost like vanilla pound cake. So, so traditional bourbon in that sense, but the crisp red apple, uh, cinnamon, uh, a little bit of orange, like a little bit of citrus spice as well to me. It's a really nice nose. Ben, uh, did I steal your apple take? My bad. No, no. I, I mean, the nose, nose so profound. Thank Jeez. you. The apple's so profound, you got to talk about it all the time, right? I get all warm characteristics here. So uh, apple, lemon, orange, all the brighter fruits, and not so much like plum or apricot or cherry or caramel. Uh, all those notes are a little bit, a uh, little bit on the secondary. Uh, primary characteristics are very, very bright, fruity, and I think that's why it's really appealing to so many people. So. I do definitely get the vanilla and the caramel, but like you guys are interpreting and it's just all how your mind kind of thinks. And I can see where it's the same idea, but instead of getting like a bright red apple and then a citrusy tartness, like I'm just getting a green apple, right? Like I'm just combining those two instead of getting part sweet and then part sour, I guess from the lemon or the orange, Mm -hmm. I'm just getting a green apple, which even more so makes me feel like this is warm apple pie because you put, Granny Smith apples you in do. there with the caramel yeah. and the vanilla and the cream. It is, is literally it? apple pie in a glass. Like it's yeah. so much more than that. Uh, going back to the well. Going, going back, back to it. Well. But it's better. It's stronger. It's more pungent. It's a better nose to me than the Buffalo Trace one. Oh, yeah. That a good score. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is really good. So maybe my, like maybe my, since they are single barrels, maybe mine was the green apple and yours was red apples mixed with lemons. That's it. That's it. It could be. It could be. You know, some of palettes aren't, you know, uh, precise enough to differentiate between red apple and lemon versus just, you know, muddling it all together. But I, I will say my wife really, really screwed me over before we start. Whoa. Hey, I uh, started uh, recording this. She took essential oh, oil on my hand. Oh, on my hand. On my hand. I was worried where that was going. So I keep getting the whips. I was excited. It's like Frankenstein. So was Brendan, clearly. Yeah. All right. Taste. Have we, have we swallowed any of this? Have we put any of this in our mouth yet? Uh, the beginning of this to me, I've put it in my mouth. I haven't swallowed it yet. It starts. Hey, it starts so flat. Uh, that's I guess where the Blanton's moniker comes from is uh, it takes a little while for the flavor to, to kind of arrive and it's almost at the finish, which I know we'll get to in a second, but uh, the flavor to be so underwhelming coming off of a really nice nose, like, it, you know, vanilla, um, a creamy caramelness to it. The apple, not quite as vibrant, uh, nowhere near as vibrant, in fact, for me, as as it was on the nose. And maybe like a little spearmintiness, but I don't know. Ben, what? I'm struggling to get much more out of it than than those three or four tasting notes. Yeah, I don't disagree too much with that perspective. I do think that the finish is probably a little stronger than the, mm-hmm. uh, than the, the, the taste. But I think that also goes back to the fact that people really enjoy this bourbon because it's supposed to be quote smooth. And so if you don't want a, a full flavored, you know, kind of bitey taste on the, on the front end, then this is something that would probably be a little bit appealing to you. Where if you're like, if you're not a bourbon person and you go and step into the Blanton's, then it'd say, Hey, Oh, this is like, it's nice. But then you get a little bit more of a finish, which is you know, a little more approachable, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I've I'm kind of right there with Brendan. You know, it is very. Uh, I hate to do this. It's very. It's not very exciting when you first get that first sip. Now, I will say the finish is good. We'll we'll just kind of make that quick transition then to the finish. There's a lot of spice that I think comes in. Some of the baking spice comes in a lot on the finish, 
we crap on finishes all the time. I actually think this one's going to do pretty well. Um, I don't know if that's because the finish truly is great or because the taste is so subpar mm -hmm. that you're just like looking for anything and you're just like, show me some love. I was never hugged as a child. So anyway, I think that that kind of helps and makes this finish. I know this finish is good. Like I, I hate using the words good, bad, whatever. It's enjoyable. It's pleasant. There's a lot going on with it. There's some spice that comes in. The flavor kind of hits you late. So mm -hmm. I, I think that I, I I think that that's where it kind of makes up. But yeah, the taste is underwhelming. Is the right word? Yeah, I think I don't think it's it's not bad as a it's not unpleasant as a taste. It's just muted. It's very yes. subtle, you know. And it's and there's a difference between like muted and like delicate. Where like delicate, there's like there's there's a lot of character if you dive into it. I just think a lot of things are like muddied here as opposed mm -hmm. to like sharper, you know, precise. What's the age, Brendan? There was no there was no age statement on it. Um, so I just wonder if it's. I, mean, I can look and see what no, people speculate on it. Hang on, I'll, I'll look. Probably it up. no more than six or eight years, you know. So I was just thinking, like, you know, has it sat too long? Has it not sat long enough? You know, like what what's the issue here with to pick the, up some of those like darker character like barrel characters? Yeah, have mean? they gone too quickly with it? Um, six to eight years is the speculation on. I mean, six that's pretty standard. standard. So like, I wouldn't yeah. think that that's I wouldn't think that that's a problem. But yeah, like you said, it's. It is very smooth, and I know Ben hates that word, and so it's approachable. It's easy to drink. Hey um, guys, it's it's a ninety three proof bourbon. I think that might be where we're it's been watered down quite a bit. But I don't think the I don't think the Eagle Rare or the Buffalo Trace, which are also at this same proof and lower, yeah, they're 90. yeah ninety proof. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think that they hit you as like. I think now those are a little younger. I would say so. Uh, I maybe think, I think maybe Eagle, Eagle Rare is ten. Oh 10. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So and Buffalo Trace is kind of similar. It is weird. This is a higher, higher rye mash bill for Buffalo Trace uh, because their lower rye one is less than ten percent. This is about 20, 12 to fifteen percent mm -hmm. rye. So it's funny to me the rye spice, which again that's not a ton of rye spice in the grand scheme of things, but we're talking you about get it on the end, yeah, yeah, at the end. And TJ talked about the the baking spices, and totally I get that at the finish. The baking spice, the apple actually shows up more for me at the finish. It is very apple pie, cinnamony, vanilla as well. But uh, but but the the rye spice never really shows up like too prevalently anywhere. And it's just interesting. I think we get more flavor off of Buffalo trace or Eagle rare with a higher corn mash bill and lower proof. Yeah. So, all right. We've talked about the uh, nose taste and finish. Let's jump into rating this thing. Um, for those that maybe haven't tuned in a while, first time tuning in or just have a bad memory. We give 10 points here on our rating scale. Quarter points are welcome. Two for nose, four for taste, one for finish, one for cohesiveness and complexity. Um, based on that eight-point score, we give two points for value. What goes into value is somewhat subjective, but typically price, availability, and proof are some of the big things that we consider. We come up with a score out of 10. As you can see over Brendan's left shoulder, I believe this thing mirrors, so it's hard to remember. Uh, you can see the bourbon big board. Uh, we've got oh, big a few things up there. Oh, smoke sorry, wagon, excuse small, my knee. Yeah, I didn't think that was your knee. Uh, smoke Wagon Small Batch, Old Forester 100 Rye, Sazerac, Baby Saz, Old Forester 100, and High West Double Rye on our big board. As you can see, rye highest horse. score that we've ever given is eight. Lowest on the big board is seven three. I don't know that we'll get there tonight, but we'll see where we can go. Uh, two points for nose. Brendan, start us off. 
I'm going with a solid 1.5. It's well above average, a sub short of being like elite or, or great, but a very good nose. 1.5 out of two is what I feel comfortable with. Ben, how about you? I'll actually go a little higher here. Ooh. Very characteristic of me. I'll go 175. I think so too. Uh, we gave a, Ben and I gave Whistle Pig 10 a 1.5 last week, and I think this is slightly better. So I'm going 1.75. Um, yeah. It's not like perfect. It's not a two. The more I smell it, I get like, I start getting like vanilla and caramel. Mm-hmm. Like the lower it gets, a little yeah. bit of like toast, that kind of stuff. A 1.75 is a really good score yeah. for a nose. Yeah. Um, yeah. The highest we've ever consistently given a nose is Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel, which is a 1.75 across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're pretty hard on noses here. We've never, mm-hmm. no one has ever, that sounded awful. <laughs> no one has ever given a two for a nose. So this really? is the highest rated nose we've ever given. Um, Next to And I was, Correct. I was yeah. honestly, if I was going, it was between 1.5, 1.75. So if I was going to yeah. round up it, but I, I decided 1.5. Yeah. Sorry. Like, Sorry, Blanton. Like your magic shirt and that team. You're consistently disappointing. Taste is four points. Ben, you can start us off here. Mm, above average, but not stellar. Two seven five. Whoa! I think I, I'm shocked that you gave it that. That's a high score for Ben. Yeah. Out of four? Yeah. I mean, it's not a three, but yeah. Uh, Brendan. Oh man, I went with the two. I thought this was just the, the pure taste part of it was extremely average. It was fine. There was nothing wow. offensive about it. It was enjoyable, uh, but but I thought it was kind of mediocre. Um, I went with the 2.25. I gave it just a slightly above average for the Ben hates this smoothness that it has. Mm, it is approachable, so it is easy to drink. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's not unpleasant. Like when we gave the will it pot still a bad taste score, it was because it didn't taste good. This doesn't taste bad. It just not a lot there. 2.25 for me. So just barely above average Um, finish. I'll let Ben start this one off too. Yeah. Finishes out of one one point. Right. That's when you that. And so to me, yeah, I mean, 0.75, this isn't a bad, this isn't a bad bottle guys. I'm going to kill it on, uh, you know, value, but it's ain't a bad bottle. 0.75. Brendan? I was going to go point. I was between 0.75 and one, but I feel like I've been harsh on it and rounded down uh, in my previous two categories. So I will round up to this. This is a great finish. Pretty damn close to perfect. It's very, very nice. Pleasant. Uh, keeps you wanting to keep drinking more. So I'm going to give it a one. One on the finish. Uh-oh, we lost TJ. That seems, TJ. that seems less than ideal for our host to go away, especially right when he was supposed to give his. TJ is going to give this a 0.5. I can feel it. I can, you can feel, feel it. it. Let's project. Let's predict TJ's final. So he's going to do. I'm back. I'm back. I'm oh, back. Oh, okay. We're going to predict your score. Uh, okay. I, I don't want you to be there. Okay. I, I, know I went to click over to the next tab and I accidentally hit the X and we hit the, yeah, there's no like, are you sure you want to leave this browser? You just leave. So this is right. definitely our amateur hour uh, episode. We have not been sharp today, but that's you know what? Hey, can't bring an A game all the time, guys. We haven't been Good sharp. But the, we Good haven't been sharp, but the finish has been. So I give it a full one point for everything that Brendan said. And Whoa. 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 I thought the finish was great. Oh, the rice right. spice comes ben, back. Ben Ben predicted a point five for you on the yeah. finish, so he was no, way off. No, no, this is a no. good finish. There you go. I was wrong. I couldn't be lower than Ben on two different scores. And I, I, I don't think that's ever yeah. happened. No, um, yeah, never. Cohesiveness and complexity. You get a full point here to award 
however you'd like. I'll go first on this one. Um, I'd say it is cohesive. It's not super complex, uh, but it is slightly complex with the ride that comes in. So I'll go 0.75 here. Brendan? I, I will, yeah, Ben, you watch your mouth. It's my turn to shine. <laughs> I'm going to go 0.75 as well. It is super cohesive all the way throughout. The, the reason why it gets a little bit of a bump in complexity without having a ton of flavor notes for me is how many bourbons do you know that have a great nose, a great finish, and a very average middle grouping there? It's very unique in that in that uh, aspect. So I guess I'll give it something for complexity there. It's, it's different the way it unfolds for sure. Ben, yeah, your turn now. 0.75. Hey, all across the board. I mean, this is getting, this is getting hype beast right now. We are so, on the Blanton's train. I didn't think we'd be this high going into the value score, but yeah. Ben has oh. this at a six. I have this at a five, seven, five, and Brendan bring in, Brendan's the caboose. 5.25 for the All man in Tallahassee. Right. Um, okay, so value, we said this is a $65 bottle uh, if you can find it. If you can't, it's you roughly, can't. roughly 100 at a lot of stores yeah. and or um, on the secondary market. So, ben, how much did you pay? I paid one thirty for my first one, maybe one twenty. Uh, oh, I paid, I paid hundred for mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that the bins that he has, he that was a that was not hundred, was it? Yeah, yeah. That store that we shop at that does those bourbon releases. Yeah, that was hundred freaking oh, dollars. The one, the one with. Don't you have another one that I got you at retail though? 65, 63? Don't yes. you have one in, okay. Yes. So you have gotten get retail. I didn't get that. You got I mean, it retail. You I did, did receive it. It's been received at retail. I've been charged that, but when um, I, if I go to a store, it ain't sixty dollars. Yeah, it's probably a hundred dollars, but not impossible. I've I've gotten four at retail, so yeah. it's it's not impossible. Like we said the other day, expert pack. We are experts now, so it's a little easier for experts to get things at retail. Um, I'm amateur. 93 proof, not super available, but again, not impossible to find. This is actually probably the easiest bottle to get on the secondary market. <laughs> like anytime you're in a secondary group, like you just say, uh, I wanna, yeah. you just say I want a Blanton's for a hundred bucks. Like it, it's a done deal. So um, anyway, you can get it shipped for like 110, 115. Uh, you get two points for value. Brendan, start us off. So the juice in this is... We were higher on it than I thought we were going to be. It's above average and safely above average for all of us. If if uh, what uh, four out of eight very is average, good category. Yeah, yeah, four out of eight would be average for us just based on nothing other, you know, everything outside of value. So for this to all be fives and above, and, and for Ben to be at a six, which is man shocking to me, uh, it, it speaks that hey, this is decent quality in here. Now the issue is one availability for this, right? That is a problem. You can find it if you look for it, but it's not going to be easy. It's not readily available off, on the shelves. I was just going to ding you some. The secondary just gets so jacked up. But I don't want to like kill it on value because like it is a really cool bottle that you guys talked about. There is the collector's edition of the horses and you know trying to find spell out Blantons and people like to collect that. So credit to, to Buffalo Trace or, or at the time uh, was it George C. Stag Distillery for really doing a nice job with marketing on this. This is one of the best marketed bourbons, but that's all part of what you're paying for, right? Is you're paying for not just the juice inside, but also the story with it, the bottle, the memories, whatever mm -hmm. associations you want to have. So a uh, long way of me saying, I'm going to give it a one out of two for value. Uh, it is an average value if you can find it for less than 100. Ben, value, you get two points. Oh man, I think Brendan's way too high here. I have a really major issues with things that go on the secondary for like at least a hundred bucks. 
that are less than 100 proof. So if I'm paying a dollar a proof, then I need I need a hundred proof Is that, for hundred bucks. I didn't know that's how your bath works. That he's I'm just saying, like that's just part of it. Like I don't know. I, I struggle with the proof on this one. Um, availability is non-existent for me. I've I've yet to walk into a store and see it at MSRP. Like that just doesn't happen to me. Unless, so unless you're, unless you're in these like uh, I don't I, I don't know how to get them at MSRP. Does it exist? It happened to me at Costco once, and I've also walked in and accidentally seen it on a back shelf at a Winn Dixie, and I asked them about it, and they yeah. were trying to not sell it to me because they said they had someone waiting on it. I'm like, well, are they here to buy it? And they're like, no. I'm like, I would like to buy it, and I got it for seventy five dollars. So you know. Okay, so still over MSRP. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> even at Win Dixie, and so it's like one of those things. I, I'm gonna beat it up here because it's, it's like the most sought after bourbon, but it shouldn't be, but it is. So I'm going point five on value. Oh, it's not way, way too different. That's not the worst. It's half of what you did. Um, I'm sorry. All of us can have the math calculation of one dollar per proof. Well, so yeah, I. I do wish it was a little higher proof. I think the things, first of all, we all just agreed it's an above average use for 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. If this was 60 bucks and ready, readily available, Brandon, what would your value have been? Uh, probably, I mean, at least 1.5. Same thing. Same thing, I assume, somewhere around there. I'd probably go one. I mean, there's, there's a lot really? of good stuff. Yeah. That's true. So like, 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 review, like, how many things are reviewed in 60 bucks? Not a lot. Yeah, like uh, smoke the other, wagon. The other is the only thing that we've reviewed it in sixty bucks. Everything else is like thirty-five. Yeah. The other, the other or part less. of that though is that you've never given anything that wasn't like you've never given anything a six before that wasn't expensive, right? Like going into value. So I, I'll just get, say like it was quality. the highest. Like you gave the Russell's Reserve single barrel mm -hmm. a six going into value, and then you That's gave a that one. a value of one point five. Yeah, and they're similar. Bucks. So like for five more dollars and more dollars. Proof? what's the proof on that? Oh, that was you probably stuck up on the proof, but it's also availability. We're, we're factoring. That's what I'm saying. Like if you, if you were able to yeah. find this anywhere and everywhere, but you can't, but like, but even, that, that's even, my thought. My thought even, is like how you're, how you're thinking of it is mm -hmm. what would the value be if you could get this anytime everywhere is, is my question, not right. what score oh, you're giving it now. Such a good, this is such a good sports debate. We're arguing over hypotheticals. I love it. Yeah. If Dillingham wasn't so honest. <laughs> so I'm going to give this a 1.25. I think there are some things about this that do make it special. Um, looking for the um, dates. Spelling out the Blantons. I also think that this is a great bottle to share with people that are getting into bourbon. Like yes. I share this with my stepdad and he's like, yeah. oh my gosh, thank you so much for this. And I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. I got like four of them, like, you know, whatever. So I think that uh, you don't have to do that, Brendan. It's just 6.25. There's three scores in a row. Um, <laughs> so peel back the curtain. I'm an idiot. Um, so I think there are some things about this that, that do increase its value not enough to give it like an elite value score, but I'll say it's just slightly above average. Even at a hundred dollars, if you can find a date that's important to you, if you can spell out the blends on the top, whatever, it is a cool bottle. It's a neat centerpiece for a collection. It's something that everybody needs in their collection at some point. Um, even if you have to spend the hundred bucks for it, you should get a bottle of blends because that's just what you do. So 1.25 final scores, Ben with a six. Uh, myself 
Ben was a 6.5. I'm sorry. No, that's ben not a, yeah, that's not accurate. There we go. There we go. Ben with a 6.5. He's crapping on value, but he gave it the highest score of all three of us. Ben with a 6.5, myself with a 6, and Brendan with a 6.25. So um, not a bad little night for Blanton's, guys. 6.25. Oh, no, that's yeah. not even close to right. I gave it a 7. Jesus. What do you guys <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. He just hammered. He can't yeah. do math. Yeah, 6.5 for Ben, 7 for me, 6.25 for board. Brendan. <laughs> Final score, 6.8. 6.58. Oh, my God. Hey, take this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to we... edit this. I'm going to edit this. All right, <laughs> this is, that was way too awful. That'll be in the Patreon, only fans. All right, so final scores for this. 69. Ben gave this a 6.5. Brendan with a 6.25. And because of that high value score, I gave this a 7. 6.58, <laughs> final score. Did you like that on the first take? Because I just point eight five. Oh my god! Just end six point five eight. Oh my god! Six point five eight final score. Does Would it make the board? That? No, it uh, makes well, the Blanton's okay. board. The Blanton's Ooh. big board. Would you agree that everybody should get a bottle of this at some point? You have I to have it in your collection. You have to you have it in your collection. One hundred percent. Your collection not complete unless you have one. Yeah. Your collection's value would be like zero. Ben would rate it a, a zero. A zero if you have dumb Blanton's. It's frustrating, but it's true. Agreed. Any other thoughts, boys, before we close this ship down? Nope. This has been our worst review ever, and I'm proud of it. Worst well, review ever? It's not that bad. Well, no, this is a good one. Yeah. I'm just, on. saying, I'm just saying it hasn't been the smoothest review ever. I know. Although it was the smoothest bourbon. It's the smoothest. Oh, come on. Right <laughs> uh, you guys. Uh, you so guys. Pissed. So uh, pissed. Hey, remember to uh, to smash the subscribe button on YouTube, please. We're trying to smash. Build smash it. We're trying to build that YouTube audience up, son. Oh yeah, YouTube. Would, yeah, we need to do that. Joe, come on, get, get all your buddies to subscribe. Come on, Joe Decadence, Check Decadence, Joe. Let's do it. <laughs> Until next time, thank you guys for hanging out with Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, Ben Cox. Cheers. Cheers.